What's up, guys? Welcome back to Burn This Ship, the podcast that inspires entrepreneurs to go all in and connects them with the professionals that can help them do it. And today, our guest is John Sotomayor. That's correct. Love it. Got to really put the accent in there. That's right. <laughs> and today, he is going to talk a little bit about his company that he created, Media Creations, and all the different hats that you wear, because you do a lot of things. I was reading through your intake form, and I was like, goodness, it's like so many hats. Right, right. You got to when you're in publishing, I think. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about yourself. What did you do before this? How did you kind of get into this? Okay, absolutely. Well, I'm originally from New York City, born and raised in Manhattan. Uh, I was uh, went to college in Rochester, New York, so University of Rochester. Then I uh, went on to law school in Washington, D.C., but didn't finish that degree. This is part of my story. This was in the early 90s, so not much going on with the LGBTQ community, of which I'm a member of. Mm -hmm. So um, long story short, I decided to leave school early, didn't finish the degree. I worked as a litigation paralegal for 10 years and then decided um, I'm kind of going to go as high as I can with this. Let me look at something else. And I always loved writing. So that's what I did next. And I started as a entertainment reporter for a company known as ETV mm -hmm. in New York City, and then expanded my uh, freelance writing with that. That's what led to the development of my company here in Florida, Sotomayor Media Creations LLC. The way that started was uh, I did that to manage my freelance work, but most particularly for my first international correspondence assignment, in Islamabad, Pakistan. There was so much going on with that assignment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, dang. I had to get uh, special permissions to travel from Washington, D.C., get certain insurances done for myself, for my safety, make sure that uh, things were set up with, through Skype for my editor in case anything went wrong. Mm -hmm. So that's what all fell under my company name. So that's how it first started. It escalated from there, uh, taking on more freelance work with clients like Florida Trend, Florida Travel and Life, and some of those clients, like O'Callaghan Magazine, became my next steady work. So I uh, increased my experience through working with different publications. And then finally, in 2016, created my own magazines. That also included radio shows and other things, as you mentioned. So full on, full media. So company. I feel like with publishing, I feel like New York would be a good place to stick that out in. So yes. what made you move to Florida? Yes, that's correct. My reason for moving to Florida were more personal reasons. Family brought me here. Okay. So, um, yeah. And when I arrived to Ocala, which is where my company is based out of, I initially thought of going to Tampa or Miami with bigger populations and all that. But without a journalism degree and learning on the job, and I loved Ocala. It's a great city to, to be here and grow as an entrepreneur, which mm -hmm. is what we're talking about today. Yeah. Uh, grow as a small business. Um, it really made sense for me to stay in Ocala and grow from here. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So how do you manage? So tell us the names of your magazines. Absolutely. My first magazine that I created was Elevate Magazine. It's a faith-based publication and has done really well. It's won state and national awards, uh, especially with the Associated Church Press, um, a national organization. From there, I, I uh, developed Embrace. Embrace Magazine is my favorite. This is in my wheelhouse. It is a LGBTQ publication with the mission to uh, unite uh, LGBTQ and straight communities to live, work, play, and pray together. Mm -hmm. And uh, our content is appealing to everyone. So again, this is my wheelhouse. It's, it's where I feel most connected to, where I feel like I'm making a difference in the world. And that's where I would advise any 
entrepreneur, any small business to really find what you enjoy most and work with that. And that's where you're going to yeah. find the most success. Yeah. And especially when you're making a difference the way that you are, I feel like your field is not, um, I mean, it's getting there to where it's more talked about and more accepted, but I still think that there's a lot of work that we can do that's to true. get done. So that's interesting that you are, you're the first person that I've talked to that writes um, faith-based Yes, and also intertwining <laughs> You're right. Uh, a lot community. of people find that as an interesting combination to go with. Um, I was born and raised uh, Roman Catholic. Oh, uh, okay. Two, two Hispanic parents. My oh, father immigrated sense. from Peru, my mother from Colombia. And so um, that was strong instilled in me. Of course, I was born gay, you know, mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, embraced that part of my life as I was growing up um, as a teenager and then came out officially to my friends and family at 24. I came out to the public in 2012 in my editor's note in uh, Ocala's Dang, magazine cool. at the time. Yeah, the uh, the publisher said, hey, um, let's do a story. Um, we're looking for something that a story fell through and we were looking for a replacement. And she suggested a gay life story. Marion County has never been done before. Mm -hmm. And I thought about it and I said, yeah, I, I do love that idea, but not as a filler story. We yeah. should really develop it, you know, find the right audience. And she agreed. So she gave me the green light to move forward with that. And uh, that's how I got started in that. When with the success of that story, I should add, Ocala, Marion County is still Central Florida, very conservative base here, um, considered Bible Belt. Yeah. So, you know, it was so, somewhat of a risk, but it was so well received. Not one single negative comment in uh, text, email or anywhere else, phone calls that uh, we were surprised by that outcome. That's what kind of led me to decide if I'm ever going to start my own magazine, I want it to be an LGBTQ magazine. Yeah, that's awesome. And I do feel like that would be probably the biggest fear of anybody in the LGBTQ community and coming out is the backlash. Yes, absolutely. And that's awesome that you weren't received or you didn't a receive any backlash. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, Ocala has been very embracing community. It has led the way for other areas near here as well. Uh, so I feel very, very blessed with uh, the outcome. Yeah, that's awesome. I absolutely love that you're intertwining your yes. personal <laughs> beliefs with your lifestyle. I wanted to add also that uh, Embrace Magazine has made history. It is the first ever LGBTQ publication that was granted membership in the Associated Church Press, which was established in 1916. And then we made history again. That was done in November 2020. And then we made history again in April 2021 by becoming the first award-winning publication through their uh, Best of Church Press Awards. So um, again, my my point in making this magazine is to make an impact mm -hmm. in the community, impact in the world. And I feel that that's what is happening with this magazine. And that's what drives myself and my team towards more success. I love it. Yeah, that's a big thing when I am talking to businesses is... Um, I mean, even people that have nonprofits, if they're not passionate about it, it is not entertaining. Right. Absolutely. It's not entertaining for passion. me because I feel like you don't care about it. When you're really passionate about something, it comes off. Yes. And if for our upcoming entrepreneurs that are, is our audience, they, that should be a focus for them is what are you passionate about? Not what's going to make you the most money right. or what's going to bring the most success and recognition. It's going to be what you actually care about. Right. Absolutely. If I can go back what I said earlier about um, my career, I first went to school to study mechanical engineering because I just kind of love the science. My family members do that. 
but uh, it really wasn't for me. The skill set wasn't there for what needed to be done for that career. When I went to law, I did it for all the wrong reasons too. The idea of glory, the idea of money, money the idea of social yeah. status. But that, again, was not enough. What really makes the difference is doing what I feel I was meant to do and I have a strong passion for. Yeah. So. I would advise anybody else to do the same. Yeah, that's the key is being passionate about it because you put more time and more effort into it. Absolutely. Especially when you're making a difference the way that you are. Thank you. Absolutely. So tell us, um, developing, I mean, your magazines, your uh, media creations company. How did you start the media creations company? Sure. Uh, So my media creations LLC started in 2008 simply by uh, going through the Florida system, which is sunbiz.org. So you incorporate yourself. I chose the LLC uh, status because it was great for myself being a sole proprietor. Mm-hmm. It gave me the protections that I needed. And I would advise this to any small business owner to who's starting out their business for the first time, look into different options for you. What's best? Is it an LLC? Is it a sole proprietorship? Is it an incorporation? Um, if you're going to start small, like I did, LLC is the best way to go. You can always change them later as you mm-hmm. grow and expand. Uh, what I did is I used my legal background to help create the templates for all my documents. And then I advise anyone, especially if they don't have that experience to seek an expert to make sure that their documents are on point. So you're going to want an operations agreement. It's basically your business plan. And this is going to be important, not only to serve as a guide for you, but also when you're looking for funding later. So banks are going to be looking at your business plan. They want to Mm -hmm. see that you're showing a uh, resource model, how you're going to make your income, uh, what your plan is, how you're going to execute it, all that. So that's what I put in this business plan operations agreement. It's basically like a manual of how the business is going to work. And in addition to that, I created my own contracts. So I have uh, vendor contracts, freelance, independent contractor agreements. All those have to match your industry, your your field. So mine is publishing, of course, to make sure that these writer agreements have what we need in there in terms of uh, safety. So what I mean by that is make sure that all the content they're providing is their own genuine, not plagiarized from anybody else, and uh, make sure that all the safeguards are there. So uh, when I started with small business, I made sure that we had all the things to protect ourselves, errors and emission statements, uh, general liability for the executives, all that needs to be in place. And so that's how I started uh, Sotomayor Media Creations. And again, it was to cover freelance work, but then evolve for the publication. So what I did for each publication is doing a doing business as. And I would advise any small business who's doing that same thing, where they're going to do business with a name that they want to brand more than their parent business, to do the same so that you have protections there as well. And it's much easier, especially when you already have the filings in the system at sunbiz.org. All I had to do is file a doing business as. The only additional uh, requirement is that you publicize that announcement in a local newspaper to make it official for the state. Dang, you know a lot about this stuff. You're just spouting out things that I have never thought of. <laughs> Thank I, you. I've done my homework. Yeah, definitely. That's <laughs> awesome, though. It's super informational for our audience. They can they can learn from you. What do you think is one of the biggest skills that you have learned with developing your magazines and your business? Absolutely. So I'm a big uh, proponent of quality. Make sure that the quality is there. 
I always try to set the standard higher than what people would expect. So when I when I hired my team, and that's very important, is team development. Find people who share the same passion you do, particularly with the industry that you're working in. Uh, my designer, my photographer, they're not LGBTQ, although they are ally, uh, but they're strongly passionate about media and their particular fields. So when I talk to my designer, and my designer now for Embrace is not the original designer. Um, he had to step away for other clients, but he and I worked together previously with other media, other magazines, and the new guy who replaced him also the same, long-term friends. And so we understand each other professionally and personally. So um, when developing the team, make sure that they have the passion, the the skills. And uh, with the designer, I told him, when you're designing a magazine, design it for other designers to impress other designers. If you're operating at that level, the public is going to um, have a standard here and, and the other designers up here. So you're always going to wow everyone beneath if you're wowing the highest in the area. And so that's, uh, that's something that I would definitely encourage small business entrepreneurs when they're developing whatever the product is. If it's a magazine or a publication, do it that way. And make sure that it's high quality before you put it out. High quality. Yes, absolutely. There's a lot of things you need to check. Um, so have a strong copy editor, have a strong proofreader, make sure everything's there. For any uh, entrepreneur looking to do a magazine in your masthead, make sure that you have all the uh, credentials and safeguards posted there so it's understood. And there are templates for that as well to make sure that you're notifying the public all the safeguards with the law, within the law. So how does your uh, quality mindset work in such a quantity world? Yes, good question. I believe if you set the, the product uh, to a high standard and well advanced, people are going to gravitate to it. And that's what happened with Embrace. A lot of people thought, okay, John, you're starting a startup magazine. It's probably going to be a very simple design, um, probably quick content. But what I devised was a magazine that looks like it's been in the market for 10, 15, even 20 years already, you know? So right away, the wow factor is there. And then people share the content, especially when it's appealing to everyone. Uh, and definitely it showed in my case, because within its first year, the Florida Press Club awarded our magazine with 15 awards in writing, design, photography, and illustration. It was, was the, the most first awarded year? magazine. Thank you so much. It was the most awarded magazine in, in Florida in 2020. And then uh, recently, the Florida Magazine Association is granted us 21 awards. And this is the pinnacle of all magazine associations for us here in Florida. And uh, to be honored that way shows that the industry is saying, yes, John, you have a quality product. Mm -hmm. uh, 21 awards is in writing design, photography, and most important, the overall categories. We're the only magazine to get all four best overalls, digital innovation, writing, design, and, and main magazine. And that's not only that. The judges choose the magazine of the year based on those uh, categories alone. So there's a good chance we'll probably get magazine of the year, or at least be considered for it. So how does that trickle down? When I attend the Florida Magazine Conference this weekend for the awards, every publisher in the state's going to be there. They're going to take notice. They're going to say, wow, this this magazine is a strong contender. One thing that I would advise any small business and entrepreneur is find collaborations, find people to network with, 
to help your business grow. It could be within the same industry or an affiliated industry. So I'm right now shopping with other publications to collaborate together. What do I mean by that? There are LGBTQ newspapers without a magazine component that would benefit from working with a magazine like mine. Their competitors have both in-house. So by doing that collaboration, it would help my magazine grow quicker, reaching the circulation base that those newspapers have. And uh, it helps them by having an appealing magazine that would broaden their interest among the readers. If I may show some of the covers for your- Yeah, I, would just, I just looked over and saw those. I want you to show them off. That's wow. the premiere issue. And we did kind of like it's a Rolling gorgeous. Stones cover. Yeah, that's a local band. And two of the members are gay, two of the members are straight. And so they're Ocala and Gainesville based. And as you can see from the photography, the photographer was on point with mm -hmm. getting a Rolling Stones type cover there. That's also nominated amongst the best. We have top advertisers in there like BMW and Ocala property, horse properties and Christian Isles hair care products in Dallas, Texas. So the content and the uh, design is on point. This was our Heroes issue, which is published oh, over 2020. Yeah, I we love have a that. Uh, lesbian nurse on the cover. And she went from Ocala to New York City to Elmhurst, Queens to help fight against the virus there. So obviously Heroes. We covered Black Lives Matters, Trans Lives Matters in here, plus local heroes in the LGBTQ community who are up and rising and people need to know about. This is one of my favorite. This is the arts issue. You. Oh, cool. Yes, look at that cover. That is, <laughs> that is um, Magnus Hastings. He's a photographer in West Hollywood, and he's done a gorgeous book that he called The Rainbow Revolution that they allowed us to put one of their images on the cover. And then we have a whole photo essay on that. The whole issue is high-end art, um, basically inside. And then our latest issue, which just came out now, is our business issue. And that there on the cover <laughs> is Charlie Lapson, who's a uh, jewelry designer. And he just got the account for um, the Miss Universe. Well, oh, he had wow. the account for Miss Universe pageant. So was heavily promoting that in his uh, in his business. Oh, that's right so cool. Yeah. Wow, so, your magazines are super impressive. I'm glad you. that you brought them out. Those are incredible. Thank you very much. And anybody looking for the magazine can find it uh, digital form at uh, embracemagazine.us. So if they want to see the digital versions, okay, uh, they can do it there. Yeah, I was just but, about to um, ask you that. Hmm? I was just about to ask you that, where we can find it online. Yes, that's where you can find it. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Where else can we find you? What's your, uh, you know, your Instagram, your website, all that stuff? Sure. Uh, Facebook is the same name, embracemagazine.us. Uh, we um, have don't have Instagram yet working on that, but we have a Twitter account with the same name. And you can also find the digital uh, magazine on their platform, issue.com. That is I-S-S-U-U.com. Great. Yeah, because I definitely want to read some of your magazines. That's something that I am passionate as as well. Are yes. passionate within that community as well. So I definitely yes. want to read about that. And just, I'd like that it's from uh, other people's perspectives so we get like a better grasp inside of it. Does that make Absolutely. sense? Absolutely. And that's one of the things <laughs> that I chose to do um, that's very unique and different. And that's one thing I would recommend to your uh, audience 
who are uh, entrepreneurs looking to start up, find your um, element that makes you stand out from your, everyone else. For us, I applied a uh, consumer of lifestyle variation for regional magazines to the LGBTQ magazine. Usually uh, they're monthly, the, the local regional lifestyle magazines, and they usually have a theme within them. So um, Parade of Homes would be in March per se when that industry is going on. Uh, the arts issue would be in September or the charity issue in November. Uh, they'll have different things like the travel edition, you get it. So LGBTQ magazines don't really do that. And so I applied that element. That's why you'll see the heroes issue or the arts issue mm -hmm. and focus the branding on that. That helps attract your consumer base who's going to be reading the magazine as well as your advertisers yeah. who wants to build a brand around that campaign. Yeah, and that's a great idea. Innovative. Thank you. So tell our audience what burning their ship Starting their own company, going all in. Tell them what it has done for you and why they should do it as well. Oh my goodness, it's life changing. You know, I've I've worked long hours in the legal field before, sixteen hour days, and it felt like work. I do the same amount of work here, and it doesn't feel like work at all. You know, I enjoy doing this uh, every day. What I love about publishing work is that it's never the same thing daily. You know, the, the elements change. And I'm the kind of person who loves diversity. I get bored with routine, mm -hmm. you know. So being able to go to events and find out about what's happening around your area and share that information with others, that is key to me. I love taking topics of interest, like we covered the COVID story or the um, Black Lives Matter story and offering a different point of view that others may not have heard. For instance, in our COVID coverage, we covered how it affected the LGBTQ community. What are the additional concerns when someone has HIV, for instance, mm -hmm. or even um, smoking and vaping? I have not heard any other magazine cover what the effect is when you're already a smoker or you're vaping with that. You know, your 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 chances of catching the virus increases or, or having the medical complications due to respiratory increases mm -hmm. because of what you're already doing to your lungs. You know, so that's the kind of information that we felt was very important to share out there yeah. that others are not covering. I love it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on and taking the time to talk with us. Our audience will definitely learn a lot from you. So y'all reach out, go find them, read the magazines, because I know that I'm going to look them up as soon as we get done with this. <laughs> okay. Thank, thank you so, much, so much, John. Have a good rest of your day. You too. All right. Bye, y'all. Bye.